0: You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Everybody, uh, you know, happy Wednesday. If we take you through here. Obviously, you know, off-season schedule, three episodes per week. Something big happens. We'll be there for to uh, break it down, all down for you here on Locked On Browns. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Go to builtbar.com right now and use the promo code LOCKEDON. But we do have a change, guys. Built Bar right now is uh, is offering 50% half off as they are going to be making some significant contributions uh, you know to try and you know improve the world here some. So 50% off. Builtbar.com. Use the promo code locked on and you know uh, you know help built bar do some good, get yourself a great deal on some great tasting, uh, you know, good for you. Protein bars, great deal for you. And Built Bar can actually go out and uh, make a big difference here. Uh, significantly, financially, you know, towards some of the uh, relief efforts that needed to be done, along uh, all over the United States. Sitting down today, we're going to sit down here from SI.com with Mr. Pete Smith, your host here, Jeff Lloyd. Um, Pete, we we had the NFL Players Association conference call the other day, and you know there was a lot of significant significant things to take away from it, and I, I think for me most is you know for everything to kick off on time for NFL regular season or even training camps or even preseason games we got a lot we got a lot of hoops to jump through
1: yeah i mean so much of this is getting just the necessary amount of information uh to to deal with this i mean every day, every week, every month, um the the amount we know uh the projections uh you know obviously hot spots and all these other things are changing. So you're trying to plan for uh in some ways a moving target and in, uh, in others you're just trying to learn as much as you can. So even if they You know, even if everybody's motivated to get this done, and they are, there's no pro sports league that is a more motivated workforce just by virtue of uh, how short careers are than the NFL. But they have to know what it is they're trying to do. And then, you know, you're you're seeing things like uh, college football, which has been just a disaster uh on on what's been going on in terms of covid19 and perhaps there's a way to to sort of learn from what's going on there but even then it's it's information that's rolling in that you have to process so there's just a lot to sort of factor in before you can you know come up with like a hard and fast plan uh, on a way that you can have people basically come across the country all these things to practice and all this stuff in, in a training camp environment and if that you know is essentially making nfl facilities you know bubbles so, so to speak or or whatever if they have to go to a like a hotel somewhere uh then maybe that's the answer but planning for this i mean they have a month but it's it's difficult
0: well and i think one of the things obviously that certain hasn't helped it certainly hasn't helped this process And this was, you know, for certain states, whether it was in the South, you know, Florida and Texas are obviously, you know, uh, spots now where it's, you know, picking up steam. Um, I think some of it was probably, you know, ignorance. And I talked this the other day, you know, Ohio, they had done such a great job. They were ahead of even the East Coast. Um, You know, you guys had shut down before I did here in New Jersey. I think there was certainly some, you know, ignorance from people thinking that it was not going to make its way from the Far East to Europe. To the United States and then make its way through the entire United States. I mean, you know, some areas chose not to, you know, basically ignore it, think that they it wasn't going to end up impacting them. And then we get to the fact now where, you know, Florida is, you know, pumping out 2000 cases a day. Texas is being seeing the most significant significant damage from uh, COVID that they've ever seen. This certainly isn't helping things in any means whatsoever
1: no and you know you run into some of these states i mean you think back um basically like a month or two ago and and a state like Arizona was basically saying look we we we're going to we want to host you know everything we want to host uh you know all of major league baseball or whatever and 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 we're just going to do it we're we're going to do it all right here and now you know Arizona has the worst uh you know infection rate of three times worse than New York which was obviously and and still continues to be a disaster uh you you, you again you you just don't know what uh where things are going to end up but the problem is you need you know what however many cities obviously it's not 32 with a, a couple teams doubling up but you have to have locations that are workable for this many teams or they're going to have to find ways to sort of leave and go somewhere else uh, in the meantime. And and that's difficult on unto uh, itself. So it's difficult to sort of project these things. I mean, it, fortunately, Ohio's largely been pretty proactive uh, and, and the infection rates are down, but you know, as we get into the summer and stuff, you can't uh, take this stuff for granted or you end up being the next Arizona or South Carolina or whatever it is. So it's it's a, a delicate and difficult situation. Uh,
0: and I mean, maybe the fact that it's, you know, progressing all the way across um, and, you know, obviously the West Coast has had their issues with it. You know, you hope maybe then this is it. But then, of course, you know, then there's going to be the worry and the backlash of does it crisscross its way back you know, to the United States. And look, I mean, just people, because it's summertime, uh, because now your kids are out of school, um, it, it doesn't mean, you know, the threat and the potential threat still isn't there. Um, so you've got to be wise. You've got to be smart with the decisions you make. And for the five millionth time, you have to understand that the decisions you make are affecting millions and millions and millions and millions of other people. Uh, so you know, be be wise with it. And for you know, all you people who want to get back to sports normalcy, um, yeah, I mean, it's gonna it's going to take a everybody making a a huge huge effort and changes in their lives to you know to to achieve this and until we you know these numbers start to come down I mean you know my my concerns for starting this NFL season on time are certainly I, I'm filled with nerves to think it's going to happen right now granted September's a long way away but there's obviously five to six weeks that need to lead up before we can even talk about playing regular season games in September we're going to roll through some more here on Lockdown Browns uh, from si.com Mr. Pete Smith your host here Jeff Lloyd, uh more rolling throw here. We'll talk start to talk a little bit more about the summer and hopefully you know when, when we get there, some impact that you know we'll see from everything going into hopefully the regular season. Built Bar. Um, it's just difficult to say. Um, it comes in handy because you know, look, I've told you guys a million times, I don't work out a lot, but you get sometimes you get caught where you know you're late on a meal or something. So, you know, you have the built bar, throw it in the bag with you. It's a way to circumvent the fact that you may be late to a meal. Um, brings a lot of power to it, a lot of protein to it. Um, but the thing is, the taste. Uh, all the flavors, variety of flavors, but all, of it, it, it tastes good, not normally chalky, and you got to choke it down like you do your traditional protein bar. It Again, it tastes like a candy bar. It has 16 amazing flavors, eight chocolate nut flavors, eight chocolate nut-free flavors. Bars are covered in 100% chocolate. Uh, soft, easy to chew. Built Bar is great for the health conscious guy. Uh, lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Uh, they are uh, bars of low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Uh, flavor profile for the peanut butter brownie 20 grams of protein, 170 calories, 3 grams of sugar, 3 grams net carbs. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On. Again, it's not only $10 off. It is now 50% off as Bilt Bar is looking to you know, make some si- significant uh, you know, financial contributions you know, to some organizations here trying to increase the peace and the harmony in the United States. Again, BiltBar.com. Use the promo code locked on and get 50% off. Pete, one of the talks here with the summer and is maybe now taking the preseason possibly from four games to two. And that'll be a way where you can, you know, each team will travel once over the summer. You can kind of monitor how all that works for taking an entire, you know, you know, staff, front office, you know, players, you know, obviously these will be, you know, summer rosters where you're going to be talking 90. There's some talk to the push of 95, you know, just in case, you know, some people, you know, test positive and they got to miss some time during the summer, which is, you know, a concern within itself because that is a large number of people within a facility where a virus could just be ping-ponging around like pinball, so to speak, and everybody kind of getting affected with it. Um, But as far as the actual football side of it, Pete, two preseason games, I mean, the Browns are probably in a pretty good advantage here because I am sure they have a pretty good idea of, you know, a a high, high number amount of players that are going to, you know, ultimately make up that 53-man roster, but you get to the you know the bottom of the roster guys undrafted free agent and guys who are just not going to get the opportunity to put enough on film to make a difference on whether or not they can be part of what is going to be the 2020 regular season Cleveland Browns.
1: Yeah, so they already canceled the uh the scrimmage with the Packers um and it, you know normally if they were going to reduce preseason games that would be sort of their saving grace. Is coaches tend to like that environment better. It also makes it so they can um, use those uh, guys towards the end of the roster they like without worrying about getting too much information out. Where some preseason games they may be hesitant to because they don't want them to get grabbed uh, during an attempt to move them to the practice squad. But um, there's no doubt that this is an inherent advantage to draft picks and veterans and it's an inherent disadvantage to the guys who are undrafted free agents or or just you know going to new teams as a young player and and just need as many reps as they can get and that's going to be a difficult balance and a difficult evaluation for teams to have to make um uh, you know the the so just having two preseason games isn't necessarily the end of the world in terms of getting your 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 main guys ready, um, you know. Since so many coaches are are you know relatively cautious with using them anyway, but particularly when it comes to positions like linebacker, safety, wide receiver after the top guys, and you know even you know, tight ends not named, uh, Austin Hooper, perhaps evaluating the, the second offensive line guys, whatever there's, you know, there's a, a, you know, there's sort of a cost with that and a, and a potential lost opportunity for this guy. You know, it, it might hurt, you know, somebody like Porter Gustin who, you know, has an interesting argument to be on this team, but, you know, it may come down to how many guys they keep. It could also potentially hurt, you know, those pure special teams guys. Uh, but, you know, that that remains to be seen. But, um, yeah, I mean, look, they want to – this is obviously hasn't been done yet. Um, certainly is a possibility. Uh, but the preseason, in, in many ways, is going to be sort of their um, – an early experiment to see how effectively they can sort of keep this thing together. And I almost wonder if, you know, if they were going to cancel preseason games, they wouldn't cancel the last two or the last one just to give themselves that extra little bit of space just to make sure, uh, as opposed to just having it be sort of the last two weeks and rolling right into the regular season. Uh, But uh, we'll see. I mean, obviously you have players on the Titans and the, and the Cowboys test positive for COVID-19, which is not, it, it's a big deal, but it's not like a massive deal because they are people who are in this country. They weren't, uh, you know, in the facility or anything like that. They're just people at that point and people are getting this. And, you know, what, what this does and, and sort of the unknown long-term effects it could be a problem, but for the most part, they've been, players have been asymptomatic so far, and and I don't think we've heard of any complications with that, so that part is at least good news, so, you know, how this evolves, again, it's going to be an evolving, changing process as we go, and preseason doesn't start till August, so they've got a little bit of time, but they're running out as far as being able to really plan it, it's not like they can I don't think they're going to do something like wait till the week before and then just decide we're not doing this. I mean, I think they have to give them a little bit of a heads up so teams can sort of plan what they want to do.
0: Yeah, because there obviously there will have to be an alternate plan as far as what you're going to do with your, you and your personnel and as far as to get evaluation, whether it's you know maybe more you know you know within team scrimmages or you know going you know live a little bit more. Because um, either way, you know, these guys, you know, they need legit live reps. You need to work on things like tackling. You know, that stuff cannot be avoided in any way whatsoever. Um, we'll sneak this one in here real quick. Um, but we talked about this the other day, Pete. Um, and, you know, Nick Chubb right now on the, you know, on, you know, about 2 million and change. You know, next year, obviously a little bit higher. Um, and this is one thing that people aren't realizing that is if there are no people to watch football games in the seats this season. All of this that we've talked about, where the Browns are in a really, really advantageous situation as far as cap and having to move forward with some really, really great talent, and you know, talking about extensions with them, it makes Nick Chubb's spot even worse here because you know Nick is going to be worth a, a good amount of change to somebody. Um, but the way this could all work out, um, you know, he essentially could be, you know, if you're going to call it musical chairs, so to speak, there probably it, there was a really, really slim chance for him before but this would almost make it like a, a none chance for Nick Chubb to be here after year four of his career.
1: Well, I mean, that was sort of, you know, in a lot of ways an understanding that you, you took him and he's great, uh, that that would be the case. I mean, it's there, there, like uh, when you draft a running back uh, in in the second round, like, like the Bronx did, you know, I, the 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 amount of space where you, you you good enough to want to keep but not great enough to to warrant a ton of money is 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 relatively slim. So either a guy's not good enough and you don't want him back, or a guy's too good and you can't afford him. And you know I, I can't pretend to know what Nick Chubb wants or 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 what he's seeking in any of this stuff. But look, you're a running back, uh, the position just it has a, you know, can can have a very short shelf life. And, and obviously you want to get paid. And in some ways, obviously for Nick Chubb, it's, it's basically getting paid for these, you know, the, the, the first four years where, you know, you're, you're uh, potentially, uh, you were last, definitely last season, one of the best backs in the league. You've got potentially two more years of being the best back in the league and you want to be able to get paid for it. Um, uh, the salary cap, Uh, is raising a lot of questions i i I think it's it's crap to to discuss the idea that the salary cap would go down uh because i think that's a weak excuse uh i think it should continue to go up uh, whether they have fans or not uh but if it does go down and then has to sort of rebound or whatever uh that could change how teams look at this but if if it keeps going up uh then there's you know potentially a way to to keep them a year or or two depending on on what they've done. Again, right now they've been <clears throat> really really good at cap, but presumably they're gonna eventually spend some money uh, and then not have that absurd rollover cap to sort of hide money in um, as they have in the past where they can't really afford to keep that. I mean it, it, it comes down to maybe there's a window uh when baker mayfield's in the last year of his rookie deal and and nick Chubb would be the first year past his where you could try to figure it out but if if baker mayfield proves to be that that franchise quarterback uh, his cap hit is going to be so big that it's it's basically impossible and you're you're basically at that point and the bronze are already sort of committed this way anyway uh, quarterback and offensive line, and then you can find backs. Uh, they may not be Nick Chubb, but you can find backs.
0: Uh, it just becomes a difficult situation. And, you know, again, if any players earned it as far as, you know, being the consummate professional, your work ethic, not missing time, Nick Chubb is that guy, but it does make for a difficult, difficult situation. Uh, we've got another segment to go here. Uh, your host, Jeff Floyd, along with uh, Pete Smith from SI.com. Uh, and we'll roll on into segment three here in a second. We at the Locked On Podcast Network stand against so, uh, racism and social injustice. That's why we, the hosts, are making personal donations to local and national organizations that are fighting for change. And in the month of June, Locked On is matching the total of all host donations up to an additional $10,000. To make your own donation along with us, please visit LockedOnPodcast.com backslash Black Lives Matter. With the ever-increasing number of makes of vehicles, Fiat, Fiat, Kia, and Model Specifica XT5 is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional clean storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingless intimidating questioning? Is your part or an LX or an EX? Is it V6? Is it a 4? And wait while the counter offers the parts on the computer, checking the fact and choosing the fact that they do not have it in stock. You have computers with access on rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can then use for other important things like the mortgage or food, electricity, Wi-Fi, all those things. Why would you choose to spend 30%, 50%, 100% more for the exact same auto parts and at a chain store Uh, Or in a new core dealership, Um, you know, pay, you know, $75 for a starter as opposed to going to a dealership and having them do it for, you know, $215 when you put a figure in service and stuff like that. That's where rockauto.com comes in. Chain stores have different prices, price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. Rockauto.com also has the latest of the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear the the airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers uh, online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com. Shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They will do the legwork for you. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to all tail lamps, uh, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered to your door from rockauto.com. And please, be sure to tell them, Locked On sent you. Uh, we'll continue with uh, you know conference MVPs. Um, we haven't gotten to the NFC West. We'll start with the NFC West. We'll take them in order of finish from last season. Pete, this, uh, you know, San Francisco 49ers, you know, we talked about, you know, some of these teams where the positional group, and this probably is one where it would certainly apply. Um, maybe the San Francisco 49ers MVP just got traded in the offseason. Maybe it's a certain tight end. I, you know, judging by the playoffs last season, I don't even believe they think that their own quarterback is the MVP M V P currently of the San Francisco
1: 49ers. Well, currently it's it's George Kittle. Uh I think last year uh, I would have said it was DeForest Buckner. Uh Kittle's great. Uh he's gonna get an absurd amount of money. uh that offense does a lot of things really, really well. But you know this is this is why you know the Browns are doing this. Is if you have a a great tight end, it just makes things so much easier for so many other positions. Uh, he can block really at a really high level. He can obviously be a pass catcher. He can do you know he just he he makes every aspect of the offense better. And I think he's been a big reason why. You know I think Debo Samuel is a, a good prospect coming out anyway. But I, I think having that element just makes things easier for guys, those those young receivers they're bringing in.
0: No doubt about it. No, uh, you know, obviously, you know, Kittle been a mainstay of that organization now for a couple of years. You know, a low-drafted guy. He's really, really come on uh, the last coming years here. That'll take us to the Seattle Seahawks. Um, uh, it, it's, it has been. It is um, – it it has been it, it 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 will be. Um, it remains. You know, obviously Russell Wilson.
1: Yeah, I mean he's, uh, you know, Patrick Mahomes right now coming off the Super Bowl. I think he's going to be sort of understood as is the best quarterback in the league. But Russell Wilson is right behind him. If if you know if he's behind him, he's fantastic. He's carried what has often been a, a a bad roster into records they have no business getting. It, it was like the Dan Marino effect where, you know, you couldn't be bad enough to draft high enough to really be able to make impact picks. And then you don't hit on the picks that were great, which is what sort of plagues Marino's career. Uh, Russell Wilson is that type of guy. He his his presence alone uh, makes you a borderline pl- playoff team. Every year, he's uh, un- unbelievably good.
0: Uh, yeah, uh, it takes us that takes Now, this, takes step.
1: Step. this one is at
0: very, very soon. Who, uh, Aaron Donald, um, without a question, is the, the top defensive player not in the game. Um, Aaron Donald is the top defensive player, you know for the Los Angeles Rams, Aaron Donald conceivably the case may be, he is the single best player in the NFL.
1: Yeah. Uh, Aaron Donald is just a, an absolute phenom. Um, you know, but people like to talk about, you know, guys like Lamar Jackson and, and changing the game or whatever, even though they're, they're really doing something that has been done and, and, and you have to be that unique and that special and that's where Aaron Donald is. I, I don't think anyone is looking for, you know, trying to get specifically his body type or his, his frame or whatever, because a lot of people, myself included, doubted him coming in even though he was fantastic at, at Pitt, uh that he's just happens to be this special, special combination of, uh, of technique and understanding the game and then the athleticism to take advantage of it. He is, uh, he's spectacular. It, it's, you know, he's the best defensive lineman in football. He's arguably the best player in all of football. And, and that's sort of a level relative to, you know, and the fact that he's close to the ball is the only thing that makes him, it makes him that much more valuable than than miles Garrett, but that's the type of impact those guys have.
0: Uh, Just a special, special talent. Um, There's not many like Aaron Donald um, and, you know, everybody's kind of in search of and year in, year out of the last couple of years during the draft draft process, you talk to defensive linemen and and you ask them who they watch, who they mentor, who they try to play their game. Like Um, and it always tries, comes up, you know, conceivably that it is Aaron Donald Uh, Arizona Cardinals. um, One of the most underrated pass rushers in the game and Chandler Jones Um, you know, Kyler Murray had a nice rookie season. I I guess the hopes, Pete, is that it becomes Kyler Murray, as you know. Obviously, they've added new new Copkins in here with what's most likely maybe be Larry Fitzgerald's last year. Um, But for me, I got to say, for right now, I mean, the one thing they have going on defense that's you know been a constant for them for a couple seasons now is Chandler Jones. Which way does it go, Pete? Does it go the quarterback? Does it go the pass rusher?
1: Um a good question um i will say it's chandler jones for the moment but this year you know you're if you're the arizona cardinals you're hoping it's going to be kyler murray uh chandler jones is he's legit he's that good um and and kyler murray uh had a a productive rookie season he he does a lot of things that are exciting but um there's a reason why they still have ways to go i mean they 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 picked eighth. Um, it's not like, you know, Kyler Murray stepped in there and suddenly they were a revelation of a team. He, he's uh, there, there's a lot of reasons to like him. A lot of reasons to believe he can be good. But they were a genuinely bad team, uh, and and I think Chandler Jones is still better for the moment.
0: I, I, I'm I'm there with it, and I think they've done a nice job. You know, other than maybe running back, but they've done a nice job to put themselves in a position for, uh, you know, Kyler Murray to hopefully, you know, take that next step. Um, Granted, it's a tough division as it is, um, you know, chasing down San Francisco and Seattle. So obviously Arizona's got a lot of work to do in that respect here. Before we start to put this one to bed, Pete, NFL-wise, obviously a lot going on in the NCAA lately. Pete, something you need to get off your chest here?
1: Uh, I mean, I, I wrote a thing talking about, Baker Mayfield and um, his decision to kneel and the blowback he's gotten from it, and, and the refrain that um, it's you know about keeping politics out of sports, except the problem is that Baker Mayfield did something explicitly political when he and, and thirty nine members of the Browns signed a letter to Congress to. Uh, with the with the goal of ending qualified immunity for police officers that is an actual political thing and that's not what people are angry at him about it's about kneeling which to me suggests it's not politics but it's culture and the use of the word politics and and political uh, as a term or inherently with the goal of making it more divisive by trying to get people to who who probably agree with mayfield to at least be put off by that terminology but to me it's culture uh and that's part of the reason that what they're doing is so important
0: yeah uh, i tried to say this the other day and um for all of these folks who uh I don't like the kneeling. Uh, I, I honestly believe that you're going to see every member of every franchise and maybe it'll only be for a week or two, um, but that's going to happen. There's just, I mean, the the, the talk of it, the strength of it, um, the want for change, this is going to happen.
1: Well, yeah, I, I think the first week every, every team is going to do it. I think is going to be out there doing it. Um, I think it will be mainstream enough that the question is going to be then what happened? Uh, you know, if, if everybody's doing it and, and which doesn't make it bad by any stretch, it, it's still recognizing institutionalized racism and, and the issues with law enforcement in this country. But what happens next? I mean, is it done with that week in an effort to sort of move on or is it done and then sort of players feel, you know, they may just continue to do it out of habit or whatever, or they want to keep that message going, or is there sort of a another act at that point that you know becomes the protest since you know mainstream you know protesting isn't a mainstream thing. So that's where I I expect it to go. But yeah, I think the first week everybody in the league will kneel. Roger Goodell will be out there kneeling and people can decide if that's a genuine gesture or you know, like so many other things going on right now, it's sort of trying to act like you you understand what's going on in the moment, but you really don't necessarily believe or or really want to put in the effort required to get things to change in in a meaningful way that promotes social justice and civil rights. Um, Yeah, I mean, I think the effort is going to be there. We'll see how long and
0: standing the effort actually ends up becoming um for pete smith make sure you guys checking everything out uh you know brian's brown's digest on uh si.com make sure you're following at brown's digest make sure you're following at underscore pete smith underscore uh the show itself at locked on browns always follow back account dms are always open uh me personally uh at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd dms are open ideas for shows um appreciate that this time of the year here um you know we should be more in getting closer and closer to full bore here Um, but instead of talking what's actually going to happen, we're talking about, you know, will it actually happen? So, you know, everybody just hang in there, be safe, be smart. Again, I mean, you know, do not think for a second that this is all behind us. It could just as easily crisscross back across the country. Um, You have to have, you know, your concerns and head on a swivel and, you know, be smart. And, and, you know, if you see a bar to capacity, maybe that's not the place to go guys. Uh, Maybe uh, pick up a couple of six packs and, Take that party and your ass on home. Um, This has been your daily delivery of all things dog pounds. LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.